Testing. 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 Boy, Welcome back to another episode of Bloom and Grow. You are listening to the Bloom and Grow podcast. I feel like I say the same thing every every time, but whatever. Um, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing much. What's up with you, Katie? Ariel. You. Nobody can hear you. <laughs> nobody can hear you. Nobody can cross it. Hello. Okay, Anyways, um. So today we're going to be having a conversation about basically our media input, what we put into our system as people who are trying to follow Christ and as people who are trying to live pure lives before him and kind of like live by what the Bible says, what are we feeding our systems on an everyday basis? So... It's very conversational. I think this episode, not there will be scripture as always, but not probably as heavy as our other podcasts. And we'll be sharing our own like tips and tricks on how we kind of filter what we intake. And again, we've said this before, but we're not coming from a place where we're saying that we're perfect and we have it all figured out because we don't. And there's definitely times that we still mess up or like, we put take in things into our system that like afterwards we're like, okay, God, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's been a gradual learning process and a learning curve. And I think we can all say that we have definitely over the years filtered out a lot of junk. Mm-hmm. And we are now, you know, we're still on that path to of filtering, but we've definitely come a long way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. For we're gonna mainly focus on I guess the two main sources or mega sources of media anyway, which is like your films and TV shows and music. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is, oh, films. yeah, film. Oh. Sorry, I guess movies. Even just like media, <laughs> like social media, like what you look at. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to be more heavily focused to what you yeah, watch and yeah. what you listen to. So watch your ears, watch your ears, what they hear, and watch your eyes, watch your eyes, what they and see. What is that based off, Jay? Little Sunday school bop. Yeah, it's the Sunday school song. Can you sing it for us? Do you remember the words? Those are the words I just read. I no, just said you them. said ears, ears, hear. I said, watch your ears, watch your ears. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the father up above, looking down in tender love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. And here, oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. For the father up above, looking down in tender love. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. I yeah. thought that that would be so relevant, like, 15, how many Sunday years later? Important. Sunday school is important. Anyways, that's just, like, if you didn't know that song, or teaching your this children, is basically the theme the word. Yeah. of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so let's preface this to say that, or like, let's just start off from the beginning, I guess. So back, say, like, maybe a couple of years ago, or maybe almost a decade ago or i don't know however long what were you guys watching a decade it doesn't have to be a decade but like 
Before you started filtering aggressively, Honestly, what were you guys watching? It's me 100% transparent. I was watching so many things I had no business watching. So let's start with YouTube. I don't know, our, our listeners may not know who this is, but Timothy Delaghetto, like, I was literally in grade three watching him. And he's a YouTuber from Toronto. Um, just not appropriate stuff. Like you For talk, your age, that's all. Well, just and, and in for, general. Yeah, like, definitely someone not who's trying to have a pure mind, but definitely mm-hmm. age appropriate. Like, you talk about, like, sex and, like, his slogan was, like... But it was it, very vulgar. Just vulgar. That's, yeah. like, his brand. Yeah, like, swearing and just, like, not appropriate. And then from that... I was like, no oh, wholesome content. No wholesome content. And it literally, like, I was just reflecting on it. <laughs> At the time, I didn't really realize what I was, like, consuming. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it, I was like, this is really sketchy. Um, but if I think about it, I definitely can see how all that media consumption and things I was consuming at that age kind of influenced the person I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, sometimes you don't realize it in the moment, but with, looking back in hindsight, like, I was just like my so impure in my thoughts because of all the things I was consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so from YouTube, but then it went to like TV shows. Um, we, <laughs> Desperate Housewives, Gabby. I used to watch Desperate Housewives <laughs> when I was probably max ten. Again, mm-hmm. why is a ten year old watching shows about this lady sleeping with her Mexican pool cleaner boy? But again, at the time, like we didn't really understand what we were watching. Well, yeah. I didn't. I can't speak for you. Um, what else did we watch? We watched a lot of stuff. Oh, Gabby, yeah. What would you, what were you, like, intaking, like, before your filtering process? Um, I'm thinking. The Lying Game. Me and Ariel watched a lot of similar shows, but I think also music. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to listen to a lot of different types type of music that just wasn't doing anything for me um i used to listen to r&b a lot like old and school R&B? like um chris brown oh. um <laughs> what's that guy's name neo uh yeah neo but i'm thinking about someone else j cole yeah uh, no no oh, not, not j cole more meaning, um just... whatever i can't remember his name right now but I also used to listen to um, a lot of like emo rock type music, which wasn't doing anything for me either. <laughs> you definitely was the uh, person you were at that time. Like, Gabby literally only would wear black. I, I was just not had, in a good place. That time, yeah. I remember like she did not really speak to anyone. Like you know, it just definitely what she put in kind of was outputted. <laughs> kind of fully speak your truth let's fully output it sorry yeah. keep going sorry that's it I mean we'd be here for a long time yeah. okay. I just I just wanted to mind. make sure that you were finished mm-hmm. yeah like similar things I definitely think Gabby and I had similar um media intake um so for me oh and reading books too oh true 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 I used to read a lot of, like, romance. That is so true. Yeah, like, literally, yeah, me and Gabby had similar intakes. Um, I think the only thing that... Huh? I said I was reading nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only thing that maybe would be different from them, just so we can diversify um, what, yeah, the media we're talking about. I, in high school, read... 
Yeah. Was it that was the first one? Okay, so Twilight was the first thing I had read. Oh, I totally forgot about those books. Um, it was like a... Well, I don't even know. It was like a phenomenon when mm-hmm. it came out. Yeah, first one. And I remember you were being... in middle school, right? No, high school. Mm-hmm. And they were like... It was like people were lending each other the books, and it was like a long list of wait, like you have to wait lists to yourself to kind of read the books, and that opened a door for me to be, I think I definitely probably watched more like supernaturally things than they did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sci-fi. Not sci-fi. No, like Vampire Diaries. Just... Oh, no, you don't watch that. No, just, just more open. To I was definitely more open to stuff. watching things that are definitely demonic. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it really, that's the thing. Like, it really just all starts with one exposure. And usually 100%. your first exposure is not, like, anything dramatic, probably. Like, but then it mm-hmm. just kind of spirals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I definitely did listen to a bunch of um, rock and, um, what's the other category i wouldn't say hard rock soft, but soft rock and just punk. like emo music as well mm-hmm. and that definitely fed into my emotions and depression. yeah my depression and listening to love songs it doesn't help i don't have a problem really with love songs per se but i can notice that like once i stopped feeding my mind with that like it the thoughts that I would have just kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. Like, Claire, more clarity. Okay, so that's just to give you a little background of, like, things that we fed our system. Because, like like I said, we're not talking about this coming from a place of, like, oh, like, no, we definitely are perfect not. or, like, mm-hmm. we never put anything. Like, no, like, we've nope. definitely put a lot of junk into our system over the years. Mm-hmm. And we have definitely seen the effects of mm-hmm. it in our personal life. So yep. that's why we're able to talk about it. And it's something that we're passionate about, mm-hmm. all three of us. It's also something that, like, is controversial. And so, like, I hesitated doing this for a while because I was like, I know this is just not going <laughs> to sit well with people. Mm-hmm. And even, and I know that because I can say that from a personal standpoint, because when our mom, our mom is the one who basically gave us a lot of the insight that we have now about how we should guard what we put into our minds and like what we watch and listen to. And when she would tell us that, well, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I was like, it was like a strong resistance within me. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this. Or it's like, this is ridiculous. Like, what the heck? But after doing it, I can realize now, like, well, like, what she was saying was so right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to start with basically scripture. So one of the things that I think everyone will know, like, if you want a guide for what you should be in taking into your system as a believer, as someone who's trying to follow Christ, it is Philippians 4 verse 8. And I have it here in the Amplified. It says, finally, believers, what... Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Mm. 
Now, what people might say is like, okay, this is talking about your thoughts. But we all know that what we spend our time looking at and mm-hmm. listening to influences our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So by extension, if a lot of the content that we consume is not wholesome and pure, that's going to directly influence our thoughts and we're not going to be thinking pure and wholesome thoughts. Definitely. Like if you're constantly listening to, like if you are trying to pursue a life of purity in terms of, let's talk about sexuality and you are trying to remain pure maybe you are or you are not a virgin doesn't matter but if you are taking things into your system that are for instance you are watching a lot of i'm not even gonna say porn because obviously people are gonna know that's just you're dumb for doing that (laughs) you're dumb for doing that when if you're trying to pursue a life if you're on a mission (laughs) to purity Uh, yeah you know so i've been good (laughs) You're dumb. Uh, sorry. But, like, yeah. I think I've, she meant to say if you're going to continue to watch porn and continue to feed that temptation. No, what's I'm trying to say? No, no, no. She's saying there's no way that you can be on a mission of, to purity or, like, you're living a life of purity but actively engaging yeah, that's in what we're both watching saying. pornography. No, so that, you're dumb. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Gabby. You're not dumb, listener. Jesus loves you. <laughs> <laughs> you can still be dumb and Jesus loves you. Okay, Jesus, you're dumb. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus loves fools too. Um, the point I'm saying is, I'm not saying things that are drastically obvious. Like, but if you are intaking things like love songs, but not just like pure love, like not okay, explicit. it's explicit. So it's like, ooh, like I want to do this to you and that to your yeah, body, it all and out. like very explicit. Gene Icon. and um. And if you are watching things that are like Sexies. very sexual, like you're TV watching shows. Game of Thrones, um, oh Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I don't think that was as explicit. Them. I don't even remember. But even still, even if it's Desperate Housewives too, like just watching things with a lot of sex and a lot of explicit things about sex, and you're trying to be pure, intuitive. You're kind of fighting a losing battle, basically, because you're what you're saying is okay i want to not engage in this behavior while also filling your mind with that behavior by mm-hmm. watching other people do mm-hmm. it so your thoughts are going to be more sexually driven mm-hmm. and you are not going to be pure in your thoughts and then you're sinning because people i think what we often forget like mm-hmm. we all forget it it's you don't have to actually do the action for you to sin. sin. Mm-hmm. You can sin by just thinking about it and dwelling on it in your mind. Yeah. The Bible says that. Gabby's going yeah, to pull up the verse. I'm going to pull up the verse, sorry. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's an example. Another example is say that you are trying to get better at not, not gossiping. But all you're watching is like, say, YouTube video... No, I'm not a gossip girl. But if you're watching like YouTube gossip videos and like all the tea. you are always cons- Yeah, you're always living for the gossip by what like watching it on YouTube or you're reading it Top in media. Moments. You know, that's not really helping your fight um against gossiping. Another example, let's say you had a struggle with drugs. Like, say that you just, like, maybe you're just having... Just drinking. Drinking, or you, you know, smoke weed from time to time or whatever. But then you're trying to stop doing that. But you're listening to rap songs that's constantly 
talk about that or you're following people who post that they can continually do that or you're watching shows that people are doing that that's not helping your fight Mm -hmm. you see the running trend here Mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is as much as you think like sometimes you you can we can easily pat ourselves on the back saying okay we're not doing it but if we are dwelling on it in our mind that is a sin as well so take it away gabby well this scripture is more specific to uh sexual impurity but the same concept is applied to any sin so it's first corinthians 6 verse 18 says shun immorality and all sexual looseness flee from impurity in thought in word or in deed Mm -hmm. in thought word or deed Mm -hmm. so at every point we should be actively trying to cut things off that cause us to even think things that are contrary to god's word okay Mm -hmm. go ahead ari um there's a verse that was shared with the three of us a few years back that really really helped um Mm -hmm. to change my mindset when it came to like consumption of media consumption of music or just other things in general um because like jay was saying she was talking about the people who say oh i'm not doing this but like you're Mm -hmm. still watching it Mm -hmm. or engaging or finding pleasure in it Mm -hmm. and there's a verse in romans um chapter one the verse is verse 32 but i'll give some context first um in this chapter it's talking about you know people who were fools professing to be wise they changed the glory of God for the for things that were incorruptible. They gave themselves over to lust of their hearts, whatever. And so then the who in the verse is talking about these people. So these people who gave themselves to lust, they changed the truth of God into lie. They served their flesh. For this cause, God gave them up to uh, vile affection. Sorry. So that's the verses before the verse I'm about to read. Um, so verse 32 is saying, who, so the same people, knew the judgment of God, that they which commit such things, so sexual sins, lust, murder, um, lying, are worthy of death. Not only do they do the same, but they have pleasure in them that do them. Mm-hmm. So I remember reading that and I was like, okay, wow, like, God is not, God doesn't care that, not like, yeah, you can not commit a sin, but mm-hmm. this verse specifically, it could have left out but have pleasure and not do them and just say that, you know, these people knew the judgment of God and they commit such things worthy of death. But the verse says, not only do they do that, they also mm-hmm. find pleasure in them that do them. And I was like, how many times have I watched a movie and just the fact that I'm watching it, I'm finding entertainment, therefore finding pleasure mm-hmm. in them that do blank. So like if it's a movie where a girl's cheating on her husband, mm-hmm. I'm finding pleasure in adultery, a movie where yeah. swearing. It's, yeah, or generally speaking, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. That, that was a huge thing. And I think our mom told us that home. as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you if you are taking pleasure, it's in something that's blatantly promoting um, things that are anti-God and anti-His word, then you're in the wrong. Yeah, you gotta check yourself. You're in, taking pleasure in things that God hates and despises. I like the American Standard Version because it says, who knowing the ordinance of God, that they that practice such things are worthy of death, so it says not only do the same, but also consent with them that practice them. Mm-hmm. And I think like that this verse applies beyond just media consumption. It's like we have to look at what as Christians are we like, you know, you may have friends that do certain things and you love them. But like mm-hmm. you have to be careful 
to draw the line so you're not consenting with behavior that's not in that's line so with true. God's word, that's right? So, so this verse is just very good in general. I tried my best to like reflect on it when I find something because like obviously there's no movie that's a hundred or no source of media that's a hundred. That's what I'm gonna pure. I'm gonna say because I remember as you said that I remember there was I don't remember where this was but a guy was asking about like how if the Bible because the Bible itself oh, is. I know is quote unquote R rated if it was supposed to be a movie. Um just because of the extreme violence and it's um you know like if you're supposed to have a movie talking about Israel conquering different um places or like the rapes that happened to um people in David's family or like even the crucifixion. Like um I'm pretty sure Mel Gibson's movie is rated um yeah Yeah, Passion of the Christ. So there's a difference, and um, <laughs> there is a difference because if movies can portray something in a positive or negative light, right. so it's like you can portray cheating maybe, and I'm not saying to watch movies that explicitly show cheating, but say the storyline is that a husband cheated, but they're condemning that in the movie. The focus is to condemn that cheating, and mm-hmm. hopefully there's a re- reconciliation and re- like that's different mm-hmm. and in a movie that's like say scandal or something that's blatantly yeah, promoting yeah the whole plot is promoting adultery you know what i mean it's it's different so it's i just want to make that a little bit clear because yes people might say like the bible itself like if you watch some things but the whole concept is to show a story that ultimately the end is like leading people well not necessarily leading people to christ for general movies but it they're not promoting the bad behavior but they're showing it and then at the end there is some kind of change or they're condemning the Mm -hmm. bad behavior in Mm -hmm. itself throughout the whole movie there's there's a little bit of a difference there and for that i would say i would say it's it's hard because nowadays it's get media's getting so much more infiltrated by things that are not aligned with god's word and it's harder to find just complete like pure sources of entertainment Mm -hmm. and we can set up general ground rules but one thing i want to emphasize and stress is that you need the holy spirit like you 100 percent need the holy spirit because Mm -hmm. the holy spirit is the guide that we need when we can't in our human mind sometimes predict what might happen in a movie or we can't sometimes also the movie might not seem bad Mm -hmm. but there have been times for instance i'll share well, I've wanted, like, I wanted to watch a movie, and I just felt like this resistance. Oh my goodness, all the time. And I just felt like nothing was wrong with it in the description, or you know, like, what I couldn't have predicted. Like nothing mm-hmm. on surface looked wrong, mm-hmm. right? And say I start watching. There's two instances. One where I started watching, and then I was like, okay, no, no. And I saw for myself, like, it was. I knew it was going to lead somewhere that was not going to align with God's word. Mm-hmm. And so I just like backed out. And in the end, they actually, that show ended up becoming really just messed up. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even watch it, but God was already telling. Yeah. Can I interject? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to clarify. You don't, yes, you need the Holy Spirit. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Cause a lot of people have the Holy Spirit <laughs> and I'm still moving. Yeah. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit because and be led Jay's by. story is very clear. If she had just ignored that thought, the more you ignore something is the harder it's going to take for you to, like when it's someone trying to speak to you, it's going to take longer for you to yeah. listen. So just the it's first true. prompting you get, try to heed to it and listen to what it. What she means is you need to be spirit 
led. Mm-hmm. You need to- and I guess like if you have the Holy Spirit and you have not been in relief, like if you're not praying daily, if you're not talking to God daily or trying to read his word daily, then ultimately, even if you if you did get the Holy Spirit, you're you haven't been nurturing it. Mm-hmm. So you aren't gonna <laughs> you're not going to be able to actually hear what the Spirit is saying if you haven't been speaking to God and like mm-hmm. actually trying to engage Him in your everyday life, not mm-hmm. just on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it becomes harder then. But like Ariel said, also if you feel the prompting and you ignore it, the more times you do that, it, then you just become numb and you don't actually hear. Yeah, and you're not receptive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the other time that I did actually, I felt like a resistance and it was, it wasn't even in, I think you're shaking the desk. It wasn't even in like anything was wrong with the show per se, but then you find out later in, even in the music or the show that the person who oh. is the creator mm-hmm. is totally messed up and probably yeah. involved in like satan it's like totally messed up and put if i had put that media like into my home i would have been opening doors and that's a whole nother episode about like just um doorways and spiritual uh i guess the other side of spirituality because and i think yeah we have a podcast about it but yeah if I did not have a connection with the Holy Spirit and I was not listening, I could have definitely ended up in a position where I would have to um, be asking God for forgiveness after the fact or just like who knows what would have happened, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So I it's, I just want to say in addition to the basics, because you can definitely with your common sense filter out things 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't take a, you know, it's very clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can filter some things out without the Holy Spirit, but there's some things I think definitely it does. The Holy Spirit guides us and leads us and helps us to avoid things that maybe in our we wouldn't have been able to catch initially just on our own with our own eyes. Right. Okay. You have anything to say? Um. We'll get to it. No. Okay, we're gonna briefly go into music because I think we've been focusing more on like media. Um. TV and TV and music. I mean, TV and um, TV and movies. But we're gonna go into um, music for a bit. So, um, I remember. I'm just gonna share a story. A little story. Story time. When I was just finishing, like, so I just finished high school, and at the time, I was not. I was not where I needed to be. I I could honestly, for all intents and purposes, I was backslidden. So I was just like listening to anything I wanted to listen to. So that was like literally anything. I was quite diverse. I just never listened to country. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry to all the country lovers out yeah, there. Yeah, it's a no for me. Um. Anyways, so I remember when my mother came. I don't even remember the context, but she had a conversation with me. And she was like, what songs do you have on your phone? And um, she was like, do you what, like, how many Christian songs do you, or like songs that you have that uplift Jesus or like glorify him? How many do you have on your phone? And like, I had a few, cause like I said, diverse queen, <laughs> but <laughs> it was mostly, it was mostly secular music. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, uh, do you think God is happy about this? Because, like, 
you are mostly listening to music that does not glorify him. And I was like, okay, okay, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> okay, and she's like, how do you think this music is impacting you? It's like, what do you mean? And because I... I I would actually at that time I thought that the majority of my music was fine because like it wasn't super explicit or anything and it wasn't like yeah not super explicit with swearing or sex or drugs or anything like that but it was just like what I would consider okay back then I thought the music was okay and she was like why don't you um take like uh break or like a fast or like just don't listen to anything but uh christian music or music that like glorifies god so i was like i was like because mm. i don't know if people say that like no because christian artists oh sorry yeah. glorifies music yeah, yeah so it doesn't right. necessarily glorify yeah. god you're too far anyways so um i ended up doing that and I remember actually have feeling a huge difference because I I used to listen to music a lot back in the, back then and um I think we can all we all can agree that music is extremely influential and powerful it really I can't even explain it, Mm -hmm. but I stopped listening to all that for a bit and just tried to listen to only Christian music. And, um, I definitely noticed a difference in my thoughts. I felt lighter because like I said before, I was mainly listening to like rock, emo music. Um, and it was just the more dark, I guess. But also, I also felt like I did listen to quite a bit of R&B too and like hip hop and whatever, but I just felt like I, I don't know. I can't explain it. There's like a lightness in my mind. Mm-hmm. And yes, like Ariel said, a clarity that came with just listening to things that glorified God. It's like the, the muck or the mess in my head kind of like washed mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I know Ariel has a lot to say about music, so she can go after me. But I just wanted to share that story to say, like, honestly, I can I can say from my own experience and my own like my own testimony is when I did stop like filter like I don't know what's the word filling my mind I guess with all of these different sources of music that did not glorify God. I noticed a huge difference in my mind. No, yeah, Jay. Like, I think something that we as Christians forget is that Lucifer, before he fell from heaven, was the director of music. So, like, we are being silly when we think that music has no power or when we're just, like, being loose with what we listen to or not taking a second look at the music we listen to. Like, if Satan, before he fell from heaven, yes, he was an angel, but, like, if that was what his domain was, do you think after he fell, he wasn't like, let me see if I can still keep my hand in music and use music as a way to cause people to sin or to stumble? Like, people just, I think we're being super ignorant and we're doing ourselves a disservice when we try to live our lives as Christians without Mm -hmm. acknowledging that fact. Um, And Jay, like, we said a lot. Our mom is very influential in our lives. And there was a verse that she had shared with us. I remember in high school, too, like, I was like, 
I want to, obviously, I understand that I need to listen to Christian music, but I was like, I want to do what's right, so I want to find the verse, you know, that says to do, listen to Christian music or whatever. And there is a verse in Ephesians 5, verse 19, that mm-hmm. Mommy read to us. Um, it says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Um, so this verse is just talking about, like, how the church in Ephesus was, was the people who were, of that time, were supposed to live. So the, fir- the verse before says... Be not unwise, but understanding what is the will of the Lord. Don't be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So making yourselves one to, one to another in the fear of God. And I was like, this is so interesting. Like... You could have, the verse could have said anything. And if you think about what it's talking about before, be understanding what is the will of the Lord. Don't be drunk. Listen to Christian music. Like, you could have talked about anything. You could have been like, listen to what the will of the Lord is. Start a church. Well, listen to what the will of the Lord is. Submit so to your true. husband. Which it does say later in that verse. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's specifically highlighted these two instructions. And I like the message version of that verse. Oops, sorry, hold on. That verse I just read. Uh, it says, don't drink too much wine that cheapens your life. Drink from the Spirit of God. Um, sing hymns instead of singing drinking songs, is what it says in the message. Wow. Sing songs from your heart to Christ. Wow. Sing praises over everything. Find any excuse for a song t- that gives praise to God the Father. Wow. So, like, I mean, and also, Gabby and I were talking about this. If you say you love Jesus, I don't see why there's such a huge fight to listen to songs that glorify him. Mm-hmm. And I understand, honestly, this... This had more weight and more standing like 10, 10 years 15, ago when 20 years ago. music was not hitting like it's no, hitting. No. But I can speak because I actually love music. And I, I actually love music. No, like I love, love, love yeah, music. Yeah, like playing. I play music all the time. <laughs> and I don't have songs in any of my like libraries on Spotify that are not glorifying Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I would just want to make the fact that I have over a thousand songs, okay? Mm-hmm. And not every song is a song that's a worship song that you sing in church. Mm-hmm. Like, Christian music or Christian artists so has become so diverse. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand what the big fight is. And then beyond that, if you say you love Jesus, why is there such a fight to listen to songs that glorify him? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand it. Like, it, it's quite silly. And no one singing it doesn't have to be everyday, like, lay prostrate before god and worship but even songs were like talking about life and how good god has been someone's mm-hmm. story that is like you can definitely listen to that no problem i don't see why there should be a huge that just reminds too. me okay so i think what people will say is that yes we know we should listen to those songs but why it has to be the only songs and i forgot that oh. part of the story okay, yeah, go ahead. so basically i that was my Thing as well as mm-hmm. like I have Christian songs but and I also have other songs but like and I, I had gotten to the point where I had filtered out um most of my songs so, like I would say that the other secular songs were still like pure like they weren't bad anti- yeah they weren't bad or anti-god or whatever mm-hmm. and I was because mommy was also telling me that I shouldn't have any download that was a time when you could download songs on your phone mm-hmm. um she was saying I shouldn't have any downloaded songs that weren't um directly glorifying god like i should only keep on my phone the songs that glorify god and i was like i don't understand what this lady's saying as whatever i was like i'm just gonna filter out my songs to get rid of all the ones okay like yeah no, like no mm-hmm. um again the common sense i talked about earlier but then i'm just gonna like keep some of the other secular songs and like mix with some of the 
Christian songs and and yeah, live my life. But you know what I noticed? And I think this happens a lot of the time. So I had them, like I said, I had them on download on my phone and my computer. So I actually would end up gradually over time end up listening more to the secular songs than the yeah. Christian songs. And why? Because like Ariel said, Lucifer, the enemy of our souls, Satan, his thing is music. Mm-hmm. So by default one of his biggest tools, if he was created for music, one of his biggest mm-hmm. tools against us is to use music. Mm-hmm. So he is going to use that at any point that he can to try and just like shift us. It doesn't always have to be, I think people think like, oh, it has to be drastic. Like, oh my gosh, he's no. going to like force us to listen to things that are super. Like, Satanist. Yeah. Like, you know? no. But if he, his main goal is just to divert us away, mm-hmm. right? To take our attention away from God. Because mm-hmm. if our attention isn't on him, then there's op- more opportunities for us to mess up and mm-hmm. to fall and to just not walk into our purpose and our plan mm-hmm. that God has for us. So yes, the songs weren't bad that I was listening to secularly, but I was listening to them more than I was listening to the other one, mm-hmm. the other Christian songs. So I wasn't giving myself and then over time I recognized I was adding more secular songs than I was adding yeah. Christian songs. Yeah. So mommy was right. Having and I carried that principle with me. I don't download anything mm-hmm. or like have things saved that are secular songs. Mm-hmm. And like I always said, my Spotify is pretty much just all like it's all um, what do, Christian songs, because the reality is the minute that you start to have both, you're going to your flesh is going to tend to listen more to mm-hmm. the other one. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. And before you know it, you're not going to be, you can't actually live out the scripture in Ephesians if you're not listening really only to, because how are you going to sing a melody to God Mm -hmm. if you're not even listening to them mostly? Like, how are you going to be talking songs and spiritual songs and hymns if you're not listening to that? But like Janelle's point about people who ask, why can't it be both? It's like the Bible is very clear on terms of when this is, comes to Christ and making a stand for Christ, there's never a both option. Like, mm-hmm. The Bible says you can't One or the yeah, other. you can't serve flesh and mammon. And like obviously I don't think people think about that in terms of music, but it's true. Like you can't be like, okay, I'm gonna sit right in the middle. Because what ends up happening most times is you go to the the other extreme not extreme, mm-hmm. but like you drift away from mm-hmm. what, you know, God has intended and you dabble in more carnal things. Mm-hmm. Um a double minded yeah, man is, is unstable. unstable I really ways. find it like not no shade to anyone, but like Gabby, what she's saying about the double minded man is unstable in his ways. So just think about those people who have like a mix of songs on their you're Can you just imagine driving a car and it's like songs about shaking your bum, but then the next song is like I surrender all to you. Yeah, your shuffle plays like, in God is like jumping in, jumping out, playing hot scotch, you know, like mm. and the devil just laughing at you because you're not mm. creating an atmosphere where he can dwell. Mm. And the thing is, when you think about music, it's powerful. It goes back to our talk about praise and worship like mm-hmm. yes music is like something that carries you through your day but when you're playing music that uplifts christ those are every song is an opportunity to give god glory mm-hmm. but then when you're like mixing it with other songs then you never have the opportunity to really and in- god can't inhabit that space that you're no. playing the music in and it's like okay, you're just playing music to play music mm-hmm. and it never fulfills its actual purpose um i also like i will say that in high school um, i was trying to talk about swearing really quickly I used to swear in middle school and high school. Um, and I remember, like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, I don't understand what... It's just a word, whatever. And I remember, like, I felt so... I have the scripture. Like, oh, you read it? Like, 
yeah, curse words. I have a scripture because that's something I was also going to oh, say. And um, no, you can continue the story, but I'm going to read it because <clears throat> honestly, <laughs> and it's not just in the scripture. I'm just reading one from the New Testament because I know there's people who like to be like, Old Testament isn't relevant when the mm-hmm. whole Bible is, but it's also in the Old Testament too in Proverbs and stuff. But mm-hmm. the Bible is clear. It says it quite a few times. Ephesians 4.29, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Amen. Okay? Continue. So, like, obviously that verse extends beyond swearing, and it's, like, it's something that you should check yourself every time. Just what you're saying is your language helpful and encouraging others. That's, That's a whole good. other conversation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, like, I do not know anyone who's encouraged by being called an itch, like B-I-T-C-H, or, like, like any swear word. But, but yes. foul. But foul, any foul yeah. and abusive. or abusive mm-hmm. or degrading language. There's no room for that. Mm-hmm. In and that someone. actually extends a little bit beyond swearing because, and for me, I never definitely. swore, but like there are things I would say that would definitely be considered yeah. abusive language. <laughs> and like I'm going to use this because it, these aren't swear words and they're in the Bible, like ass or whatever but when you take it to new sorts of context mm-hmm. in an abusive way mm-hmm. the bible is clear don't yeah. do that mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that yeah. and also like there are other things too that they might not be foul or abusive or swearing but there's another scripture that talks about we if we know that something is a stumbling block or an issue for someone yeah, else that idea. you should not do that in front of the other person right Mm -hmm. so for instance i remember us moving here and like there's some things that we would say and like (laughs) we just have no like for us it wasn't an issue yeah and there's not conviction it wasn't a swear word it wasn't anything the word like you know but other people had Mm -hmm. an issue with it like they was like you shouldn't say that i mean i know some people have a problem with you saying oh my god Mm -hmm. and so the Bible is saying, like, in those instances, you shouldn't say those things to those people. To those people, and like, be very mindful of what you say. And you can, after a while, you can know kind of like what people might not really like to hear, or like mm-hmm. what might be an issue for some people. Mm-hmm. So we don't say those things in front of those people. Right. They're not. I just want to point that out, though, as an addition onto the fact, like mm-hmm. that. Yes, they're not swear words or foul or abusive or whatever, mm-hmm. but it might be something that someone else considers foul or abusive. Mm-hmm. In which case, we should try not to do or say those things in front of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like in middle school and high school, more so middle school, I would swear. And I remember we were taught in at home not to swear. And there were never times where be like, oh, but you can swear in this context. Or like, you know, there's room for swearing here and here. We're just taught not to swear. Mm-hmm. But remember in middle school, like, what grade is this? Grade 7 to grade 9. All my friends were swearing. And like, this was a time when like new swear words came out. Like, C-U-N-T it was a new swear word and everyone was saying it. And I remember... Well, it's not new, well, but... Like, in, for me, I'm young. Yeah. But like, yeah, in elementary school, I never heard that word before. And like, people were saying it a lot. And I remember... I was like, okay, I'm just going to start swearing too. But in my head, I was like, I'm not swearing to be mean. I'm just swearing to fit in. And, like, I'd call people, like, a B-I-T-C-H and be like, oh, but I mean it in a loving way. And, like, I remember I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I know I'm Christian, so I'm only going to swear. That's good, actually, because nowadays people yeah, will I love call you. their friends or yeah. whatever, or loved ones, swear words, and it's not perceived to necessarily be abusive. It's still foul, But it's though. still foul. Yeah. And I remember, like, I would be like, okay, I'm only going to swear, like, 
just I was like I'll be mindful of it and only so when it's appropriate like you know in like huge emotions like exclaiming my love for my BITC friend or like when I'm angry and what I found is like I would just swear all the time in middle school and I remember I was like hey whatever I'm showing all the time does it matter like I would ask my friends are you offended by me calling you this like no and then I was like one time God was like okay let's just take a pause here what are you doing (laughs) and I remember like it's it's fine God like I mean your word says not to swear but if my friends are not offended I'm not causing anyone harm by saying it it's not really foul Mm -hmm. and I remember God was like I want you to stop swearing and I was like but I'm not gonna be cool if I stop swearing like what are you doing um and he was just like, look at the change in your character when you stop swearing. And what I will say, like, it doesn't really make sense because it's not like I'm every time I swore I was angry, but I was so angry in middle school. Yeah. Like, so, were. so angry. Mm-hmm. Like, anything would get me heated and, like, I just pop off. And, mm-hmm. like, definitely it was a bully. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Um, and I remember just starting to be intentional about stopping swearing. Like, my friends were like, what's, you're so sweet now. Like, what's the difference? And, like, they didn't really pick up I stopped swearing at first. And they're like, oh, we noticed you stop swearing like what's it about and I was like well you know I don't feel comfortable swearing anymore and I want to make sure that like my language is uplifting and encouraging but like what I'm trying to say in all of this is you wouldn't think that when you're doing certain things it's gonna have an impact on you until you stop until you stop doing and then you see the difference like I actually was such an angry person like Mm -hmm. and I didn't understand the source Mm -hmm. of that anger and that meanness I was just like life sucks and like I'm just gonna hash out and lash out on people because I just that's how I, you know, cope with things. And I was like, this is just out of pocket. Like, what is the cause of this? And I realized it was swearing. And to go back to music for a second, like in high school. When we moved here, um, I was in grade 10. And like, I would, it was our school. They would play secular music just before school started. They'd play secular music between breaks. Like, you were just bombarded by music at our school, which like, is cool to some people but like it's not cool when the music is not doing anything anyway so i didn't realize that like my i had an uptake in secular music consumption in high school mm-hmm. and the songs weren't bad like they were like the top 100 songs yes about love and stuff but nothing like super explicit as it is now but what i found is like people don't people don't understand the influence of music like i was so self um so insecure my self-esteem was like trash and yeah. like I just found, even though the songs weren't, like, vulgar or anything, all my mind could think about is, like, oh, I'm not male good attention. enough. I need mm-hmm. male attention. Mm-hmm. And then I would be, like, angry. And, like, it just never made sense. Obviously, I was, like, I, in my head, I just excused it, like, I'm a teenager or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, again, God will do this. God was, like, stop listening to this music. And as I stopped, it was just so interesting how my mind changed. Mm-hmm. But, like, high school me was a mess. And I think a lot of it, no, not I think, I know a lot of it had to do with the music I listened to. Like, I was so desperate for attention, mm-hmm. so insecure, wanted male attention, so angry. Like, just, it, I don't know. All I'm trying to say is, if you want to be happy and live a life full of joy, just do try. Do what the Bible tells. Do what the Bible tells. Do. And try to heed to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Because if had I not listened to God when he said, try to stop swearing, I would have continued life being angry and mean and been like, oh, this is just who I am. When really, it's not who God wanted me to be. And it's not who I was. It's what I was feeding myself with. Right. Same with high school. I would have been full of insecurity, still desiring male attention, which would have been a hot mess. Like, mm-hmm. had my life just progressed with that energy. And once I stopped and just took took the time to listen to God, and most times... When I listened, it was, like, to prove him wrong, but he was proving me wrong. Like, so even if you're listening with the wrong attitude, just listen, because God will still prove his point. Yeah, test it out, try it out. Do you have anything to say, Gabby? No. (laughs) No. 
I'm just checking. But I, I like that Ariel said that because I think we can all, you are hearing stories from different points. For instance, Ariel would be the type of Christian that like, at that point, I would not, like she would not be considered backslidden or anything. Mm-hmm. And when we say backslidden, meaning someone who's kind of like turned away from God, like mm-hmm. she was still actively trying to engage God in her life in different ways. And you would see her and be like, okay, like she's going to church, like mm-hmm. she's praying mm-hmm. or whatever. But this was her life at school. And like God was telling her, even in in her situation, like, hey, try doing this. Mm-hmm. Like she still had that open ear and connection to God. So I think that's very important because, like, yes, this applies to every person. Like, mm-hmm. for me, my situation more was, like, I literally was, like, I'm gone. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. I'm not here with you, Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't really hear what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. mommy was that kind of little bit of voice of reason for me. So for wherever you are, really, like, you could be, yeah, you're going to church. You've been to church. You're always at church and like that's all you know and yes you're kind of engaging god periodically but like maybe you're what you're taking into your system is a complete mess and maybe this is your time to try to just test it out and try cutting off things and cutting out sources that don't align with who god is Mm -hmm. or maybe you're just like you're not really there and maybe you don't have a relationship with god and maybe this is our we are the again that voice to be like hey what are you taking into your system mm-hmm. and try doing something different? If all else fails, I don't know where this game is and if this game is still around, but this game is literally the key for everything. What would Jesus do? Oh, that game was bomb. We had <laughs> it growing up, but mm-hmm. yeah, but like honestly, if you if you struggle with finding out if something, if you should do something or not, or if you should put something into your system or not, what would Jesus do? No, but like even still, like would Jesus be swearing? No. So why should you? Because he asked us to be like him. Mm -hmm. Would Jesus be watching this show? No. Because like we can easily, we can easily answer for God. Yeah. We could be like, could you see Jesus watching Scandal? No. No. Could you see Jesus like watching a lot of the shows that people are watching right now? No. Absolutely not. So why should you? Mm -hmm. It's so true. And it's, sometimes it just comes down to being as simple as that. Like I know we said a lot of things and yeah, like we can say like sometimes it might be a little bit confusing to know what to watch and what not to watch. But at the end of the day, if let God lead you, yeah, let God lead you, and you can simply ask like yeah. if Jesus would watch this or if He was sitting down beside you, would you feel comfortable watching the show? And you can ask Him, Hey God, should I watch this? Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to involve God in every part mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. I was also just gonna say that with media consumption like like janelle was saying some things might not necessarily be uh as black and white like oh this is definitely wrong this Mm -hmm. is definitely sinful like there's it's there's no debate like you should not be consuming this media um for those things that are maybe not as like transparent or um obvious another thing to do is just like check how much time you're consuming that media like um because anything that takes up more time um Mm -hmm. like then the time that you're spending filling yourself with pure and wholesome and like godly things then Mm -hmm. that like that's an opportunity for the devil to like lead you astray and even if it wasn't a sin too because god wants us to give all of like the thing that should take up most of our time is Mm -hmm. things related to him and spending time with him and also entertaining us going into his presence so if what we're doing mostly is actually taking us away from that then we're already in a sin we're already sinning yeah it's true um that was and that's i was gonna say that was 
like my issue like I spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. doing maybe not necessarily like well I guess there's no way to sin but like um just the amount of time that I spent doing things like I used to read so much like it would take all my time I'd read all through the night Mm -hmm. and or I would be always listening to like Janelle said music that wasn't glorifying God I was listening to that music way more than I was listening Mm -hmm. to Christian Christian music to the point I wasn't even listening to Christian music all I was feeding my mind with was things that weren't glorifying God Mm -hmm. and that in itself was sin but that also Mm -hmm. led me to other sins Mm -hmm. yeah 100% so I don't know I mean if you take anything out of this just remember testimonies Mm -hmm. And to at least test it out. Like Ariel said, a lot of times you might not even know how something is negatively impacting you until you cut it out. So just try it. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you listening to right now? What are you watching on TV or Netflix or on YouTube? And also, like, how much of that time are you... Like, how much time is going to that versus, like, things that are actually supposed to feed your spirit? Mm-hmm. look at those things and like just do an inventory analyze it and be like okay god like i want to give myself an <laughs> an opportunity to actually purge my life mm-hmm. and clear things up in my mind and in my right. space to allow you then because like i don't want you to just clear these things out and don't actually talk to god or anything. like you you know like you yeah, can't just clear the space mm-hmm. yeah but also when you remove something from your life you, you have to replace it mm-hmm. with something mm-hmm. good otherwise you'll you just, just fall gonna... back into that same mm-hmm. habit yeah Big so facts. when you do remove whatever media it is that didn't align with um, God's word you need to replace that with that time that you spend yeah with mm-hmm. things that uplift you spiritually mm-hmm. whether that's you read you're reading some Christian books or you're listening to podcasts or you are you know listening to godly music sermon whatever it is just make sure you're feeding yourself with things that don't just delete the, the bad thing but fill it with a good thing I just want to say quickly, just to be careful of that, like, it's like a lie slash half-truth that we're humans and we, there's a spectrum of emotions that we experience because I know mm. a lot of people use that it's like, okay, but an excuse as an to excuse consume, to consume, consume media, like, for example, people are like, but I'm Christian, like, I'm even I'm Christian, I love, so I can listen to love songs, or I'm Christian. Are you married? Well, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> like, if you have no outlet for this love that you have in your heart, then why are we yeah, listening to it? Yeah. yeah you're but good. also, I wanted to talk about, like, you know, Christians who, or people who listen to sad Wait, songs. Wait, can you just go back yeah. to that? Because <laughs> uh, this is a really huge, 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 huge one. Huge one. Listen. Like single Matt's and Betsy's listening to love I want to do this and that too. It doesn't even no necessarily one. have to be super you, explicit. Yeah, but if you to. are always feeding your mind on love or like maybe it's or sex sex. Mm -hmm. and you're not in a relationship you're not in a marriage no no if you're not in a marriage for sex yeah yeah. if you're not in a marriage don't do it okay listen what are you doing listen (laughs) every single one of us us are made sexual beings okay Mm -hmm. whether or not you'd feel like you are you have high or low sex drive Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. god created us all with that innate thing in our flesh Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be activated only in the context of marriage okay Mm -hmm. so when you start to listen to things that 
are love songs when you aren't in that context you're opening doorways for you to like feed that part of your flesh that's not supposed to be activated yet okay and when you're listening to things about sex when you have no outlet for that and the bible is clear sex is for after marriage okay Mm -hmm. so you're feeding yourself with these thoughts and again that in itself is a sin because if you're dwelling on sex when you aren't even supposed to be having sex then i don't know what you're doing Mm -hmm. but also like it's not just about music too because people would be listening to things about sex Mm -hmm. all the time yeah they'd be story times reading talking and you're constantly talking to people about sex for what yeah like you need to like stop because that is just entertaining these things in your flesh that you're not supposed to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. The Bible is clear. Keep yourselves pure. And the only time that sex is pure and holy and ordained by God is in the context yeah. of marriage. Like, right. don't so don't a be... Fire when you don't have the right container. Yeah. Like don't fire. be doing that mm-hmm. when you are not in that context. Like, you're only setting yourself up for trouble. And yes, you, you may not fall and do something sexually immoral or whatever, but... You your just mind. dwelling on those thoughts right. is wrong Impurity still. starts in your mind. And right. where the mind goes, the body will follow. So The body doesn't even have to fall. If your mind is there, it's you're still already sin. Yeah, you're no, already yeah. sinning. Sure, for sure. Yeah. So just you're just stop. making it harder for yourself. Yeah. It's just better not to mm-hmm. engage in that kind of media. So continue what you're going to say. Today. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I think I was... Uh, Sad. Oh, I was just saying, like, yes, don't fall into the half-truth of, like, we're humans and we experience spectrum of emotion, so... That means I can listen to like anything. Just it doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Maybe I maybe I'm just ignorant, but like I don't understand why you'd be sad and wanting to listen to a sad song. Like as a Christian, as God a Christian, has given us the requirement to praise with the spirit of heaviness. God never said loathe in your sadness, sit in your heaviness, let mm-hmm. it become a lifestyle. Like that's not biblical. Mm-hmm. But then I don't I wanna say like I know people who are songwriters who write songs in their emotions, but like just because you wrote a song about you being sad doesn't mean you necessarily necessarily have to release it if the message <laughs> is you must be sad too. Like you know yeah. those songs it's like there's no end there's no happy, end, ending. happy ending. Why it's are we releasing that? A melancholy song. As a Christian. As a Christian, anyway. that's what I'm saying. Like, like, just be careful because trust me been there like yeah. Ariel had said when she did swearing like it made her she didn't realize how angry she was and how violent she was as a person violent. <laughs> she knows more violence <laughs> violent oh um, my God. but to say that I listened to a bunch of sad songs a bunch of didn't um rock songs and things that would be constantly dwelling in depression and um just just being low like all the songs yeah. were no, but I was depressed from before that, but I then know, it but also she, fed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would be constantly withdrawn. Mm-hmm. Those songs, rock songs, emo songs, all stuff, they all promote you to be withdrawn or to build up a wall around mm-hmm. yourself in addition to feeding sadness mm-hmm. and, right. like, just being low. Mm-hmm. So that didn't help, okay? So, mm-hmm. and you trying to climb out of a rut of depression and sadness but you're continuing it's like listening sad. to sad like you're trying to dig, a, dig up a hole and every time you listen to the sad song you're putting sad and burying yourself back in yeah like it does so all i'm saying is or we're all saying take take a chance and try to cut some of these things out you never you'd be surprised i'm telling you just do like surprised. a seven day trial yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> seven day trial you'll be surprised i would say do a month but yeah, if you mm-hmm. start, well, trick yourself by saying seven days. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because we all know how this is gonna end. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. But and even if you mess up, pick it back up again and try. Yeah. And watch I'm telling where I'm telling you, I have no doubt. Watch how you're gonna 100%. change. Watch how your no mind's gonna change. Confidence interval. Yeah. <laughs> 
Watch how your mind's going to change, how your thoughts, your actions are going to change, your behavior. Watch how you're going to change as a person by just cutting out some of these things for a month. Do a seven-day yeah. trial, but do a month. And if you mess up in the time, it's okay. Just pick back up pick and start again. We all mess up. Yeah. But the whole goal is to just keep pushing forward. And okay. where there's resistance, Amen. like, if there's resistance, I stand by just this. do yeah. it. Like, you know, like, there's God wouldn't, it's not God that's telling you to resist listening to his music or resist mm-hmm. cutting off media. Like, God wouldn't. If you are feeling resistance right now and you're like, these people are just, like, that's in itself. That's is your it, proof. Is your proof to do it. Yeah. And your confirmation to do it. Mm-hmm. Because, like Ariel said, it's not the enemy telling you to like, like, yeah, don't watch these things that <laughs> promote me. Like, yeah, you know? All right. And, yeah. If you're feeling attacked, that's called conviction. No one's attacking you. That's yeah. the Holy Spirit. We're not mm-hmm. attacking you, trust me, because we've been there. And we're living, we're living through going through, like, actually continuing to do this process. Mm-hmm. I think it's something you continually have to do. 100%. 100%. I literally last night was going through my playlist and I was like, oh... <laughs> should remove the song even though it was like cast or listed as a christian song when you look at anyways that's a different club and you know what sometimes it's just this is just the, the life that we have to live as christians this is the part where it's like it's not an easy walk no and it's challenging it's becoming more challenging in these times i've noticed i literally just noticed like i was thinking about it the other day i was like wow like i really miss when i didn't have to do as much filtering now it's like there's there's becoming less and less things i can do to entertain myself without being like compromising without compromising Mm -hmm. my walk with god without compromising what i stand for less and less and it's very annoying because lots of times tv shows actually and i think they do this on purpose Mm -hmm. i think it's a strategy of the enemy is you start watching a TV show and it's okay. Yeah. And then by the second season, the switch up is like, okay, wait a second. But, on? you know, you already committed. So then a lot of people just stay. A lot of people just stay after yeah. they're committed because it's like, well, That's the show is so good. It's mm-hmm. a strategy. They're, yeah. they're never going to start with the outlandish things. But then in the middle of the, the season or like seasons later, you're like, hold on a second. This is really gone south fast Mm -hmm. and so but then so many times i'm telling you i've had to just stop watching something because they've they've changed Mm -hmm. yeah so let that be an encouragement to you it's not like it's it's difficult but you can do it and trust me the the benefits are so worth it the peace of mind the joy the ability to live free in your mind mm-hmm. yeah let's it. yeah and stay connected to the spirit not mm-hmm. always having to wrestle back and come back to facts, the altar facts, and yeah. lay down the yeah. again yeah so hopefully this encourages you to switch up your immediate intake and we would love to hear back from you about after a month has passed or even after the seven days what happened mm-hmm. please message us on social media instagram bloom and grow podcast and if you have facebook too, you can like us on there and comment or message us on there as well same thing bloom and grow podcast and yeah until next time mm-hmm.